Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Discover Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Emmett Hurley. I'm an ACSM and HIT Uni certified personal trainer. At Discover Strength, we want to be your ultimate resource for all things related to exercise. Over the next few months, we're going to be answering some of the most common questions and misconceptions we get from clients on a regular basis at Discover Strength. In order to do this, we're bringing on our own evidence-based fitness experts, the trainers. All of our trainers at Discover Strength have a minimum of a four-year degree in exercise science and all achieve the highest levels of certifications within the field. We'll be discussing what the research says about these frequently asked questions and see how it compares to what your Instagram and fit friends might be telling you. We want this to be an evidence-based gold mine that you can share with friends, family, and anyone else when they ask you common questions about exercise, but you aren't quite sure the how or the why behind the answer. Thank you so much for joining us, and please enjoy this week's episode of the Discover Strength Podcast. Hello, everyone. Logan Emmett Hurley here, joined today on the Discover Strength Podcast by one of our best trainers in the company from our Chanhassen location. Colton Haight joins us again today. You may remember him from an episode a few weeks ago. Colton was a uh, D2 baseball player at the University of Minnesota Crookston. He's got an MS from the University of North Dakota. He's an exercise physiologist at Discover Strength and he was a former SNC coach at uh, some different Division II baseball programs. So when it comes to understanding strength and conditioning and just resistance exercise in general, uh, Colton is more than qualified to be with us here today. And the reason I really wanted you to bring on, uh, bring you on today as well, Colt, was just because at our Chanhassen location, as many of our, our clients know, we have our bod pod. Right. And one of the biggest questions we get when clients come in to discover strength wrapped around their goals and expectations is how can I lose body fat? How can I improve my body composition? So as part of this little mini series that we're doing with Discover Strength podcast right now, Colton, I'm so excited to have you here today and talk about some of these myths and misconceptions that people have surrounding body fat loss. Specifically today, we're going to be talking about cardio for fat loss and then also strength training to improve body composition. So thanks so much for joining us today, Colt. Say hello and uh, introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks a lot for having me on, Logan. It's again, the highlight of my day. So I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, we're, we're so excited to have you, man. And I just really want to jump right in with you today. Because like I said, I mean, all of your trainers, uh, whoever you train with at Discover Strength is going to have a, a really in-depth understanding of all of these topics we're covering on this series. But we really wanted to bring someone in who has really in-depth experience. Um, and, and I couldn't think of anyone better than you simply because you're part of our BodPod team, Colt. So you see people as part of the sales team. You're hearing them when they come in and discussing their goals. Let's talk about one of the biggest things that uh, people, when they come in to Discover Strength, ask you about. I know what the answer is, but why don't you tell our clients and our listeners when people come in the door and they say, hey, Colt, I want to lose weight. How do I do it? Yeah. So I think the probably the biggest question we have is especially with, you know, first time clients that have very little strength training experience is just how much running they should be doing or how much cardio outside of their strength workouts they need to do uh, to lose weight. And like a lot of our clients love to run. So I'm never going to tell you like, Hey, don't run, you know, cause some, some of them do it for um, just 
psychologically it makes them feel better so like please if you love to run then do it but in terms of like strictly losing weight you just you just really don't have to do that much cardio um cardio is great for like mitigating cardiovascular disease but in terms of like burning calories uh long term it's not an effective means to lose weight so it's like um if you pair it with a little bit of strength training it's a little bit or it's more effective long term to lose weight and keep weight off. But if you're just doing cardio, um, it's not an effective way to lose weight is because you're actually not burning as many calories long-term your resting metabolic rate decreases the day you do cardio. Whereas when you strength train, as, as we all know, and what we try to teach our clients is that your resting metabolic rate actually gets elevated by about five to 9%, um, for the next three days after a strength training workout. That's great. You just hit so many great points there, Colt. And I really want to dive into these a little bit more deeply with you. So this first one we want to talk about, you know, cardio is not a great way to lose fat. And as you know, and as I've seen, you know, hundreds of times at Discover Strength, this blows people's minds. Like, what do you mean cardio isn't the best way to lose weight? That's what everybody online, every doctor, every person I've ever talked to is telling me to do this. But when you look at the research, it really doesn't bear it out at all. And one of the things that I think is most interesting is we had a, a gentleman on, Dr. Wayne Westcott, quite a few episodes back, I believe it was episode two or three that Dr. Westcott came on. And, and one of the things he's seen in his research over and over again, is that simply adding cardio training alone is not enough to, to add significant muscle loss, or if anything, over time, in combination with a caloric deficit, you're going to see muscle loss as well, which is really what we want to avoid, right? So the only way his clients ever saw improving, um, you know, their, their losses of body fat while also maintaining that muscle mass or even increasing muscle mass was doing resistance training, right? So we know cardio is not the best way to burn calories. And honestly, uh, and you've seen this and the research bears this out as well. A lot of the estimations that people are getting from whether it's smartwatches on their treadmills, um, just from their step counters, any of those things are drastically overestimating the caloric burn that they're getting. They're taking in things like their resting metabolic rate and just using these basic equations to spit out huge overestimates, which again, another reason why cardio is not great, it leads people to overeat. They think they're, they're burning more calories than they actually are. Um, I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into you uh, with you as well, as far as this, this other piece, what we'd call the EEPA, right? So this is the energy expenditure due to physical activity. And what we know is that after doing a bout of cardio, it decreases the rest of the day, right? Our bodies want to preserve calorie expenditure the rest of the day following aerobic exercise. Why do you think that is? And why is that a little bit different from when we do a bout of resistance training? Yeah. So the reason that your body actually preserves calorie expenditure, like during cardio compared to when you're resistance train is that there's not um, one of the reasons is that there's not an intense enough muscular contraction. And when you strength train and your muscles work incredibly hard, like muscular contractions are really intense types of work. So the next few days after your workout, the recovery time requires more calories, um, to rebuild and, and ultimately build up your muscle mass and make you stronger. So that's why after bouts of resistance training, the, your RMR, your resting metabolic rate actually gets amped up by about three or five to nine percent for the next three days afterwards 
Yeah. So again, we're not saying that cardio is a bad thing. You know, we really want to drive that home to people. Cardio is definitely going to be super beneficial for mitigating some kinds of cardiovascular disease risk. But we really just want to drive home that point that when it comes to fat loss, when it comes to holding on to as much lean tissue as possible, cardio is not going to be your best friend over the long term. Thanks, everyone, for listening so far to this great conversation with Colton Haight. We'll be back in just a moment after a quick word from our president, Luke Carlson. I'm Luke Carlson, the founder of Discover Strength. Our trainers want your virtual training experience to be exceptional. The problem is, with no tools or equipment at home, you might be missing out on exercises, protocols, and challenges that would make your workout even better. So our trainers got together and selected our favorite virtual training tools. We made it easy by teaming up with Power Systems and Ativa Fit to create a package that includes eight of our favorite products. These eight products will cost under $800. Be sure to use the promo code DISCOVER to receive 10% off, and they'll significantly elevate your workout experience. I just ordered this equipment package to bring up to and keep at the family cabin in Hayward so that my entire family can perform virtual workouts on every cabin trip for years to come. Go to discoverstrength.com backslash equipment list or click on the link in the show notes. This goes perfectly well into our next point that we're going to discuss in a little bit more detail, which is resistance training plus a caloric benefit or a caloric deficit, rather. That's going to be the best way over the long term to really see some uh, improvements in body composition over time. So why don't you just kick us off here, Colt, and talk to us a little bit more about the way that strength training improves your body composition chronically and acutely over time. Yeah. So when we're talking about uh, improvements in body composition, there are kind of two ways we can go, which you touched on. So chronically, meaning just long-term, uh, acutely, meaning in the short term. So uh, chronically, when you strength train, you know, we add muscle to our body. The more we strength train, the, the more muscle tissue we break down, the more muscle tissue we build back up. So the more muscle we have on our body, your resting metabolic rate, which you touched on earlier, it's just going to increase. So the number of calories that we burn that day um, is going to be higher, the more muscle mass we have, because it's more metabolically expensive tissue. So you burn more calories to build it up, to maintain it, that kind of thing. Um, and then when we talk about acutely, um, we talked about this too, but by about five to 9%, you're going to be burning more calories that day or the next two to three days after you strength train. Um, and that's why like doing a a full body resistance training routine, like we do at DS is going to be more beneficial because you're working most amount of muscle tissue that day. So the more muscle you work, more calories you're going to burn. Yeah, that's great. And talk to us a little bit about from, from like a bod pod perspective, right? Say we've got somebody who's participating in our project discover now. Um, you know, I, I had a client who maybe you saw her results the other day had just tremendous bod pod results. She lost nine pounds of fat over the course of uh, this last month and added five pounds of lean tissue, so muscle. So what does that mean from just her daily metabolic rate, her resting metabolic rate of what it's going to look like for her in the long term, continuing to improve on those numbers? It seems to just sort of build on top of itself, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's a massive swing in, in a change of body composition. So that's 
that's typically something we see with someone early on in their strength training routine, just because the more, um, the, the newer it is to somebody, like they're just going to see those significant changes early on. But again, when you lose a massive amount of fat like that and put on a significant amount of muscle, again, that's just a, a really, really big ratio in the right direction. So the more muscle you have, again, you're going to burn more calories long-term. And we all know that to, to lose fat, we just got to be in a caloric deficit. So we got to be burning more calories than we're taking in. So if she keeps con continuing to put on more muscle, you're just going to burn more calories long-term. It'll just be easier to keep fat off that way. Yeah, for sure. And then you get to do all those other things that you want to do. One of the, the most common themes that I saw as I was looking through some of the research uh, for this, just regarding uh, resting metabolic rate, energy expenditure, and the comparison between cardiovascular exercise versus resistance training is just this fact that activity levels tend to increase the stronger we get to, right? So as you add more lean tissue, again, it's just sort of this compounding effect. The more muscle you can add in general, typically the more calories you're going to burn, not just because you're physically burning more, the furnace is bigger. So it's burning more calories, but you just have the ability to do more activities, things you want to do, whether that be cardio, uh, you know, going to a spin class, going for a walk with your grandkids, whatever it might be, we want to add as much lean tissue as we can. And that's going to make those weight loss goals a lot easier in the long term. I, I would just love to kind of wrap this up around this idea, you know, we're in summer now in Minnesota, people are as active as they've ever been, and they just want to get outside and, and start riding their bike, start going for runs, hit the boat, whatever it might be. And I just like to, to hear some thoughts on why it's more important during this time than ever to really focus on your resistance training and try to make sure that we're, we're really dialing in on keeping as much lean mass as possible. What have been some of your experiences with seeing clients back it up? And then what would you advise them to do otherwise? Yeah, for sure. I think it's, well, it's definitely more important in the summer just because we're, we're not forced to be inside, right? It's not 40 below outside. So like we don't have to be cooped up inside. Um, we don't have to go to the gym to get exercise done. We can, we can, we can go outside. We can go for a run. We can go for a bike ride, that kind of thing. But um, this is tends to be the time of the year where people are not not unhealthy, but they just tend to lose more muscle mass because they don't engage and in, in as much resistance training over the summertime. It's just just how it is. So it's actually more important now than it is in the winter to build up and preserve muscle mass by my by resistance training, just because people are tend to be less active in it. Um, and I actually had I remember when when the pandemic first started and we started rolling out virtual workouts, we had people doing virtuals outside. So it's just still a way to get outside and still get your strength training done. Um, but it's super, super important because people tend to think, oh, I can just go for a 20-mile bike ride a day and call it good for my exercise. But at the end of the day, you're actually going to lose muscle mass. And I've seen that with some, some clients, not a lot, but some clients who said, like I, just, I always act, ask them when they first come in for a bod pie, like how, how active were you this week? And they're like, oh, well, I didn't strength train at all, but I went for you know three runs. I went for two bike rides i was outside five or six days during the week and and actually saw like dramatic effects in the wrong direction so um just super important that we still engage at least once a week you know hopefully twice in, in some sort of resistance training
Yeah, such an important point. And I, I would bet if you looked at the long-term results of our Bob Pods, and I know that Luke, our, our CEO, would kind of back this up when marathon season rolls around, right? When it's nice out for our clients, we do tend to see typically a trend in the wrong direction of, of lean mass for our clients, right? They think they're doing the right thing. Um, and again, this is not a knock on running. If you enjoy doing those things, if you enjoy doing grandma's marathon, whatever it might be, hey, go hit those goals, go spend time outside. But it becomes more important, especially as you ramp up your cardiovascular activity to really put a priority on protein consumption and strength training, right? Let's make sure that we can hold on to as much of that lean tissue as possible so we don't make it to the state fair and can't enjoy ourselves or we don't make it to to the winter time and have to work hard to to just get back to baseline from where we were when we started uh in the summer so such great points here just really want to recap with you here colton i'll, I'll get you off the line here cardio as much as we all want to believe it's great for you, right? But it's not really the best way. It's not really even a way to lose fat and lose weight consistently. Um, and a lot of times you're going to be risking potentially decreasing some muscle mass if we're if we're adding too much cardio into our, our workouts. It can also decrease your resting energy expenditure. Um, now, it, it is great for, for mitigating cardiovascular disease risk, but we have to ask ourselves, what is the trade-off there? And then again, just with strength training, it improves our bodies in two primary ways from a body composition, right? The acute perspective, increasing that caloric expenditure five to 9% for about 48 to 72 hours after a session, more calories burned in that time means less as stored fat. And then chronically, right? The more muscle tissue we add, the more calories we're gonna burn on a daily basis. We're adding to that furnace. We're building some fuel on that fire that's just gonna allow us to be calorie burning machines, if you will, over the long term. Any other really important key takeaways that you think our listeners would wanna know before we get you out of here? Uh, yeah, one thing I wanted to touch on, and you just kind of um, brought this to my mind when you were talking about marathon runners, but um, we have a lot of clients and even a few, uh, a few trainers that are running grandma's marathon this weekend and then twin cities marathon coming up. But just remember that strength training is meant to complement your, you know, any type of cardiovascular exercise that you do. So it's not, not meant to replace it by any means. Um, but you know, the, the stronger you are, you know, it prevents injuries on your runs, that kind of thing. It just ultimately helps you perform better at those activities. So don't try to substitute running, uh, or any type of cardio exercise for your strength training. We still got to make sure you at least get that in once a week. Um, hopefully twice though, even if that's at a little bit lower intensity. Yeah. And, and last thing I just wanted to touch on because you made mention of it earlier is again, it's, it's lake season, it's cabin season. If you guys are up there and you haven't had a chance to try out a virtual training session yet, don't let that be an excuse to not hop on a virtual with Colton, myself, any of the other 40 plus awesome trainers we have at discover strength. And give yourself the opportunity, even when you're away from your local DS location, to have just a phenomenal workout to kickstart all those awesome outdoor activities that you want to take advantage of this summer. So thank you so much for joining us today, Colt. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We're excited to share more myths and misconceptions with you guys and continue on this great mini-series we've launched with Discover Strength. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Colt. Everyone have a great rest of your day.
Thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope you continue to tune in to catch up on the most important information in the field of evidence-based exercise. If you love the Discover Strength podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach out to me at logan at discoverstrength.com for comments or guest ideas. Please also like and subscribe on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Help us spread the word of smart, efficient training, and we'll continue to help you look and feel your best in a fraction of the time.